This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 267 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, is the reason you're not losing weight because, well, you don't want to? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to deny it thin. Not till you lie. Hey, remember me? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. And I looked at it, I was like, man, I haven't done a podcast in a month. Now, I kind of told you in the last episode, July was going to be very spotty. Got a lot of traveling going on. I'm going to be in Texas at the uh, podcast movement. Going to be at PodCamp Pittsburgh. Going to be speaking in New Jersey in September. So I'm kind of doing a podcast tour. And then there was something else that happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, my life took a, a couple turns for the worse, um, had some family issues come up and, uh, gained about two or three pounds and just felt embarrassed to come back to the microphone. Sounds really weird. Um, as I look at my happy scale app in the last seven days, I'm back to being, sounds weird. I'm down to just gaining a half a pound because at one point I was up like two in the last 30 days, I've gained 1.8 in the last 90 days. I've gained 0.9, and uh, over all time since I started this, which was a while ago, you know, I'm up five pounds. So what kind of weird podcast have you tuned into where the host is gaining weight? Well, as I usually say, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a dude trying to figure out what the heck is going on. And I think I've realized maybe what's what's going on I think, I mean, I can sit here and tell you and myself, really, all day what to do. I need to get more sleep. I need to drink more water. I was listening to uh, Rick Rubin, who's a famous uh, music producer. He was on the Tim Ferriss show on how he lost 180 pounds. You know how he did it? Yeah, he cut his calories. Shocking. Watch calories. It's always the food, by the way. It's not the exercise although exercise is important. Try to get less of your food from the drive through window. That's been my staple lately. I think we all know what to do. The question is, why aren't we doing it? That's, that's the million-dollar question. So I wanted to share some clips from a movie that I watched on Netflix. It's called Bite Size. And if you have children... 
especially children who are starting to look a little budgy, uh, you need to watch this movie. And if we all know that if you have children, they look up to you, whether you want them to or not. You know, you can't pull a Charles Barkley and go, I'm not a role model. Uh, guess what? You are. And so they follow four kids, all teenagers, and they're all overweight. The one little girl just breaks my heart. She's like 12. Her parents spent all this money to send her to fat camp. And then she comes back and gains it back. And it's interesting. So I'm going to play some clips. This is a, uh, a small Hispanic kid who spends hours playing video games. And this is his father trying to give him some tough love. The other day, we came home, and he had his report card. And out of four grades, he got three Fs and a B. That's your problem. Everything is negative. You're not going to succeed in anything. You're never going to succeed in anything more. No matter how much we try, you're not going to get anywhere. Because it's always, I don't want to do this. I, I, I. So I have the same problem you had. And this is part of it. I don't think we want to do it. We don't want to put in the work. And yeah, in this case, his father was heavy as he was, when he was a child. I was overweight when I was your age, but I said I wasn't going to be like that. And when I got into high school, I was skinny. I ran track. I played sports. I did a lot of things to help myself. You're not really a fat person. There's a lot of bigger people than you I are. Know that. You're not fat. Now, for the record, this is a bad thing to do because you can always find somebody fatter than you. That's not really, hey, you know, I understand he's he's trying to lessen the blow because it's not cool to look at your son and go, hey, you're fat. But on the other hand, this kid can always say, well, I'm not 500 pounds like, you know, Chunky Charlie. That, that's not a great example. But if you don't take care of yourself now, you're going to beat them. Yes. Well, I, at least I'm, I know that I don't want to beat them. Okay. Yeah, do you hear me? At least I'm not Chunky Charlie. He started to say it. Okay. So then do something about it. And that seems to be our answer. Do something. Get off your butt. Not let me show you how to do it. So they show this video. Show, of course, the kid goes back to the computer and he's hitting zombies or something here. Saying go do something doesn't help. It's annoying. It's annoying when your parents try to be like, I don't know, parents. Which is that new? Who, who, who doesn't think it's annoying when your parents tell you what to do? That's nothing new. And I was like thinking, how could he be making fun of me if he's there with this bag of Cheetos? And then right there, he's like drinking his Coke. And actually, technically, he wasn't drinking a Coke. He was drinking, you guessed it, a Mountain Dew. And yes, he was sitting there eating Cheetos. So he's telling his son to do something. And dad, who's your typical kind of 30, 40-year-old guy, working on the, 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 the gut and uh, sitting there eating Cheetos. Doesn't he look at himself like, like, how could you be making fun of somebody when you are that? Exactly. So this, to me, was a big wake-up call that if you want your kids to be healthy, you cannot go do as I say, not as I do. It, it's just not going to work. Now, this next kid that they go through is huge. And his goal was to be a big football star. And he tries to go to this football camp, and he physically cannot do anything. 
I mean, he just he can barely walk. So finally, the next year, he's he's done some things to get himself somewhat in shape, but he can't run. And so the coach decides to let him walk for the first couple, however long. But now it's time that this kid should be able to run. And so here you hear the coach. And again, listen to the reason. You better not be walking. You fixing to cause the whole team to run straight. You get it in gear, you can run from here to there. I know you can. Huh? Your shoulders hurt. All right. Does that mean you're in pain or are you injured? I have kind of let Davion get away with things that I don't with some of the other ones. This kid's in Mississippi, which is one of the most obese states in the United States. And mine was more of a health issue with him. Basically, they worried this kid was going to drop dead. So, yeah, they didn't push him quite as hard because they didn't like, oh, I don't know, want to kill him. But I think Davion took a little bit of advantage of that. Absolutely. Look, I love kids. I was a kid. You give us a, a, a you know an inch, we will take a mile. If it means I don't have to run around. You can't be out here walking all the time while everybody's running. By now, in this season, you ought to be able to run a full lap around here. And you know why you're not doing it? Because you don't want to. It's because you don't want to. And I think this is a, a theme of this movie. And it's not just kids, folks. I think the reason we can't get thin is because, well, it's, it's too hard. Uh, here is another clip. I didn't really get it. Oh, that would help. Let me put that on a normal speed. Although, you know, I'm sure chipmunks have uh, weight loss problems, too. I didn't really get a, a medical answer. And this is the girl that they sent her to fat camp, and it was expensive. And so what's interesting here is you'll hear where she lies to her father. For what was causing Emily's constant hunger. It came to doing that self-education. Your body breaks all your foods down into sugar. If you're eating something that's like watermelon, I mean, it's pretty much liquid as soon as you swallow it. And the girl is sitting in front of a giant mixing bowl filled with watermelon. Uh, you see in one clip, she's eating half a watermelon by herself. And boom, the sugar's right there. So, you know, this is, that's why your, your blood sugar's gonna end up spiking a little bit faster. And then you're gonna get those cravings. And you're going to want to eat more. So Des we're going to have to limit. The well, you already limit it. The sugar in watermelon. I know. Causes you to crave it, and then I know. you crash, and then. I know, Dad. Okay. Typical child, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's why I'm sure you had it like once every three weeks when it came in season. Oh, okay. So what she said there was that's why at the name of the fat camp. We only had watermelon once every three weeks. So you knew you weren't supposed to be eating that much watermelon and just kind of pulled the wool over my eyes? Huh? Yeah, huh? What? Wait, hold on a second while I try to kind of come up with an answer. So you knew you weren't supposed to be eating that much watermelon and then just kind of pulled the wool over my eyes when you said, oh, we ate this at Mindstream all the time. Yeah, Mindstream. And what do you do when you get busted? Do you accept and say, yep, you know what? I ate it. It's my fault. My bad. I won't do it. No. You act like I'm the only person. That's the family snack. Like, right, it's everybody else is eating it. It's not my fault. Well, you act like I eat it all. It's like you, Mom, and Lauren eat it too. Yeah. 
So there you go. Dad, you're telling me not to do something that you do all the time. We we had some. All right, can we just go, please? Yep. Okay. And now let's change the channel because I don't like the sound of this station. This as long as you know. You know, I just wanted to make sure that... You know that yeah, I know. You understood that, it. I know. I know. Okay. Whatever, Dad. And then later, um, I love this clip. Well, first of all, it shows her. This is now, whatever, six months later. And unfortunately, this poor girl has gained all the way back and probably then some. And here's the thing that just made my head explode. Uh, it shows her coming down the street on a razor. So we're spending all this money on this girl to get in shape. And you have her, somebody bought her an electric scooter. I'm like, are you kidding? The only way I stayed in shape when I was a kid is I had a bike with pedals. Uh, I just, that, that drove me crazy about this. I think a tornado just ripped through every good image I felt about myself. I mean, I went through my own personal mini biggest loser. And to come back and gain some of the weight back, my mom even said once, I hope we didn't waste our money. Which, what are you supposed to say? You, you just spent your life savings, literally, all of it, gone, because you love your child, and she's completely just nuked all the progress. We told her if she didn't like some things, we would not force her to do it. However, why don't you like running? Why don't you like running? I love that. Why don't you like running? Well, I don't know, Mom. Why don't you like running? And Mom's not exactly what I'd call the, the, the you know, picture of health here. Why don't you like running? Why don't you like running? Awkward pause. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody else wanted me to be a runner, except for me. Because you were so good at you it. You were awesome at it. Okay, but I'm not going to do something I don't love to do. <clears throat> exactly. I don't want to do it. And so why don't I lift weights? I know I'm getting old. I'm losing muscle. Uh, because I don't want to. Well, can we be honest here? Because I don't. It makes my my muscles ache, and I don't like pain. I started um, some the other night. Why don't I like doing that seven app? Because the next day it hurts. And I, I'm sitting here going, I'm not stupid. I know, in the future, a doctor is going to tell me, okay, nice warm up. Now you got to do it. Now you got to do it. Now it's it's not, I know you don't want to do it. Now you have to. And it's a shame that we have to wait until it's a have to. Because anything you have to do is not fun. When you're in school, you have to do your homework if you want to graduate and get your degree. And you do it. Why? Because you have that degree at the end. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's one of the things that I need to start doing. In um, one of the things I like about my fitness pal, and by the way, that's the app that Rick Rubin used, is at the end of the day, you can say, I'm done eating at like 8.30 or whatever it is. And it will say, hey, based on the exercise you did today and the food you ate, you will weigh this in X amount of weeks. And it gives you that timetable of keep doing this and you will weigh this. It gives you that vision. But that's the problem. We are a microwave society. We want it now. I don't want to go through this painful. Any way we can just suck the fat out of me? Sure. It's about $100 a pound. 
but we can do it. How much do you have to lose? 150. Cool. Got 15 grand. Come on over. I hope you learn how to, you know, control your appetite when you're done. It's amazing. And as I watch this and I look at myself and, you know, I'm on my way back down. But look, it's July. I should be under 200 pounds. I should be under 200 pounds. And it's, I'm just not. And the reason why, because I don't want to. And it's not that I don't want to weigh less. I don't want to do the things that would lead to me weighing less. I'm too busy doing other things that in the long run are not going to make me any better. It's all short-term stuff. I think that's our problem. We're all focused on the short-term. I got to get this done for like tonight. When I get done recording this, I got to read a book because I'm teaching a class tomorrow that I don't know the subject. That's a lot of fun. When you look at your schedule and you go, wow, they scheduled me to teach a class that I haven't taught in years. Wow, okay. Now, can I read that book and walk on a treadmill? Yeah. And that's actually a really good idea. Try to do two. Now, here again, I'll be the first to say, I teach this all the time. When we multitask, we're actually less efficient because I'm not going to get as much out of that book as if I just read it standalone and gave it my undivided attention. And you know what? I'm not going to really push myself on that treadmill like I would if I wasn't reading a book. And the other thing I guess we need to do is you might say, you know what? Every book I've ever read, there's always a chapter. Are you really ready to lose weight? Are you ready? Have you hit rock bottom? And we're all trying to not hit rock bottom on the same way we're going down. And so I'm trying to figure out how to moat. I mean, I don't need any more stats to motivate me. I just need to do it. And I guess, there, I, I, you know, do I want to lift weights now? No, not really. And I, it's, it's, it's one of those things, I'm like, okay, because just telling me to get up and do it isn't going to help. Now, I rode my bike here today. I've been riding my bike to the office. Last night, my wife and I went out to eat. We walked to the restaurant where I then ate uh, Chinese food, which is horrendous. I have identified that. I have done, I've been looking at things. When I eat any kind of fried chicken, forget about it. I don't care. But the whole new Bob Evans thing, it's roasted chicken. No, it's not. It's uh, it's fried and it doesn't look anything. I'm telling you now, it doesn't look anything like the commercial or the food on the menu. It's scrawny, greasy, fried chicken. I had two pieces. I woke up the next day. I was a pound. I can't eat Chipotle. And can we talk about Chipotle for a second? Number one, if you get pretty much anything at Chipotle, I get chicken. Because, hey, chicken's healthy, grilled chicken. And it doesn't have any kind of added. Yeah, it's got over a 1,000 milligrams of salt. And anytime I eat Chipotle, even if I get water to drink, I will wake up the next day and I will have a pound. It's, it's like clockwork. Chipotle. Um, what was the first one? I forget it now. Um, and then the third one is shrimp. I found this stuff, red rock shrimp at Longhorn. Now I I can't even afford to eat at Longhorn, but when I do, I'm like, oh, I better make this count. And I'll get in, and 
it's got some sort of buttery, salty stuff. And then it's served on a sea of salt that looks like rice. And again, I can go on the scale the next day and the scale will go up. Guaranteed. So yeah, fried chicken, chipotle, Chinese food, and shrimp. Well, here again, what's that leave? Pizza and spaghetti? No, I got to find, you know, I do eat a lot. I have a salad in the fridge waiting for me when we're done here. Again, I'm trying. It's it's Sunday as I record this. I'm trying to get back on track. But the problem is we feel kind of cornered. Like, well, what's left to eat? I'm going to have to, yes, learn to do something new that you're not doing now. Because if you were doing what you need to do, then you wouldn't be where you are. You got to learn something new. And I've bought the steamer. I've bought the pressure cooker. I bought the Ninja Bullet. My family, my wife, my wife, I'll have to have her on the show. Is dropping all sorts of weight because she changed her lifestyle. I have not. I'm trying to now. Like I walked to the office, rode my bike, trying to be more active here in the summer. But there's a part of me that said, I guess I just don't want to do the stuff that I need to do. Okay. The bad news is, Admitting that doesn't make you healthy, it doesn't help you, and it doesn't let you off the hook because you are still headed towards that meeting with your doctor that says, guess what? Here's all the pills you got to take now. They're about 15 bucks a pop, you know, for a bottle or whatever. Oh, and by the way, you've got to do this and this and that and that and this. And it's all have to, and you're not going to be happy, and you're going to have no choice over it. Well, you're going to have a choice of do it or die. And so I know I need to do this now because I'm headed that way. I'm, I'm 50 and I'm headed that way. And I'm kind of frustrated that I'm not able to turn this around, which of course makes me freak out. And then I want to self-medicate with food. And that's what I, I told my wife. I said, you know, when we have arguments anymore, if I leave the house, don't freak out. I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving the marriage, but I got to, I got to find some way to deal with stress besides whatever, you know, shrimp and fried chicken and, and everything else. It's kind of weird. But uh, so that's where I'm at at this point. I was kind of bummed because I was on a roll. We're like four or five episodes. I'm down, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. And man, like one bad weekend and bam, three pounds just flew on me. So it's kind of weird. Uh, other thing I'm going to mention here is um, if you find this show entertaining, if you go to uh, logicalloss.com slash iTunes, please review us in iTunes. And um, if you are going to be going to Amazon anytime soon, I have a new site. Uh, it's called supportthisshow.com. And you'll see links there for Amazon. There's links there to donate if you'd like to help cover the costs of the podcast. Um my books are over there. All, all the everything else is it's so supportthisshow.com is kind of one place for everything. Now, next week, I'm going to be in Dallas, and I think the week after that. So, again, here, unfortunately, in the summer. But the good news is I realize some of you are like, yeah, give us podcasts to listen to while we're out walking around and enjoying the summer. And I wish I could. I might start doing uh, those where I record them on the road with my phone. But it's been uh, kind of crazy. And uh, as I record this now... Uh, really, the only reason I had time is because my stepson is on his way to Purdue. Uh, he's a little genius, got a ton of scholarships. And um, so mom is driving him over to Purdue. 
because band camp starts in a little bit. And so it's me and the German shepherd holding down the fort. So I had a little extra time to myself to uh, stop by and say, hi, hope everything is going good with you. I will say I have been enjoying my Fitbit, um, especially Steve, if you're listening. Uh, Steve and I do, and this is one of the things I would say, if you don't have a Fitbit, check it out, uh, logicalloss.com slash Fitbit, because there are these little challenges that you can challenge your family to, you can challenge your families and friends, and um, let me see if I can pull this off. Um, there's one called Workweek Hustle, and it's basically you and your friends and you just track how many steps you've done. And I'm trying to see what the, uh, um, oh, doggone it. But Steve and I were very, very close. We, we are very close to how many steps we take a day. And so it's very, very competitive. And I ended up coming in second. I forget who the first person was. It Some mailman or somebody like that walking 80 million steps a day. But that has been inspiring me. And I always wonder, you know, here again, you could always point to the worst case scenario and go, well, at least I'm taking more steps than so-and-so. Well, again, it's the food. It's the food. If you really want to lose weight, start with the food. If you want to see some results, start with the food. And it'll definitely get you in the right direction. So thanks so much for staying subscribed. And I apologize for taking so many weeks in between the two. But it's been a fun uh, summer so far. And I hope you're doing great. Um, and I'm not quitting. That's the whole thing. I, I'm not, I, I need to find, I need to start something new. And I need to take my own advice and say, find one thing. Find one thing this week that you didn't do last week that you know you should do. Even if it's get more sleep, drink more water, things like that. I have, uh, uh, that was the other thing. I switched my Mountain Dew habit to iced tea. Yeah, how stupid is that? Great. I, I, I'll, I won't shoot myself in the head. I'll just hit myself over the hammer a million times. It's not. You know what I mean? There's so much sugar in iced tea. My God, I had a um, McDonald's sweet tea. Is there any actual tea in that or is it just brown sugar? How come you dance so good? It was amazing when I had a sweet tea from McDonald's. I was like, holy cow. So that was something else I noticed. And I'll be talking about that in the future. I think sugar is part of my problem. Just like they mentioned in this documentary. Again, it's called Bite Size. It's on Netflix. If you go out to logicalloss.com slash 267. That's the show notes. And I'm sure it's available on iTunes. It's available on Amazon. If you're on Netflix, though, check it out. It's called Bite Size. And uh, if you have kids, you definitely have to watch it. And maybe you'll have a nice discussion. And maybe the family can come up with an activity to do together so that you can lead by example. Because in the end, that's what we need to be doing. And maybe you can all, maybe you're all doing it together. Maybe that one thing you don't want to do, maybe you want to do it because you're doing it as a family and you're kind of creating that Norman Rockwell moment. So hang in there. Remember, it may be too late to write how this story started, but it's never too late to rewrite how it's going to end. Take care and God bless. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. 
Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it.